You're listening to Points Talk with the Travel Mom Squad, previously known as the Travel Hacking Mom Show. Follow the links in the show notes to stay up to date with what the Travel Mom Squad has been up to. As 2023 ends, we thought you'd like to hear about the cards we opened this year, the cards we canceled, and even better, the trips we used points and miles on. Hold on to your seats. 2023 has been a wild ride. Welcome to the Travel Hacky Mom Show. We are three moms who've discovered how to leverage credit card welcome offers to get hundreds of thousands of dollars in travel expenses for nearly free. We've used credit card points and miles to take vacations to places like Hawaii, Paris, Greece, the Maldives, Italy, and so much more. And the best part? We each still have an 800 plus credit score. Imagine being able to book a vacation without having to check your bank account. It's totally possible and we're here to show you how. Hey, I'm Alex. And I'm Pam, Alex's mom. And I'm Jess. We are Travel Hacking Moms. Today we're talking all about 2023 and our travel hacking adventures. It has been a great year with earning credit card points and miles, and we've been earning and burning them on some amazing trips. We can't wait to share it all with you. So I think first we're going to start out with the cards that we each opened in 2023. I'm going to kick it off. I'm a little bit embarrassed by the number of cards that I opened this year. This has definitely been the most cards I've ever opened in a single year. I don't know what came over me. I was just feeling really risky this year. I know what came over you. What? All those inks. I know. It really is. increased offer on the inks is what came over you. Because they did it. Because for people that are, you know, she got these last year. There was a 90,000 point offer on the inks last year. There was this year as well. And so you kind of went wild. Well, we all went a little wild with that. I think it's definitely the year of the inks for all of us. So speaking of inks, my husband and I both got an ink unlimited. I got an ink cash. He got an ink premiere. And then we both got the ink preferred. So that is six ink cards between the two of us just this year. And then there were all these co-branded cards from a bunch of different banks that had increased welcome offers this year. A lot of them were business cards. And so I'm a little bit more liberal with the business cards that I open because they don't count towards 524, or at least most of them don't. In my case, none of these counted towards 524. So I got the IHG business card. I got the Bank of America Alaska business card. I got the Hilton business card. And my husband got all of those also. I also got the IHG personal card. I kind of went crazy with IHG points this year because I really wanted to go to the Kempton Seafire. So I needed points for that. I stayed at the Kempton Fitzroy in London, needed some IHG points for that. And then there was also an increased offer on that Barclays Aviator red card. That's a personal card, but it's the one where you only have to make one purchase on it to earn the welcome offer. So again, my husband and I both got that one. And then the Venture X business card finally came out. Of course, I had to get that. And this most recent card I got was that Freedom Unlimited Unlimited match offer that's only available via affiliate links. I had to jump on that. So my husband and I earned over 2 million points from welcome offers alone this year does not that doesn't include any referrals that doesn't include any 
points or miles from spend. That is purely welcome offers. Can I just say to all of our listeners that are listening, you don't have to be us. We, you know, this is our business. And so we travel more often. I'm retired, so I have a lot of availability. Uh, Jess has really good backup for childcare with her daughter, Molly. So we end up traveling more than probably any of you are going to travel. And I just don't want people to think, oh my goodness, I'm a failure at travel hacking because I've only earned 300,000 points this year. So like we always say, you do you, you do what works for you. We're probably always going to be pretty OCD about this because it is our business and we all love to travel so much. So just wanted to throw that out there in case any of you are feeling like, little failures because you're not so no, not at all and the other thing is I've been doing this since 2015 so you have to remember that I've been doing this for eight years now my very first year I definitely did not open this many cards I think I only opened three or four my very first year did not earn anywhere near two million points so I have slowly worked my way up to this I always say like don't compare your chapter one to my chapter 10 you know you can't It is not apples to apples at all. But, you know, in the spirit of transparency, those are all the cards that I've opened because we get a lot of questions about how many cards have you opened this year? What cards have you opened this year? So I'm throwing it all out there, but it doesn't mean you have to do the same. Yeah. And the other thing I was going to say about that is you, you know, been doing this since 2015, like you said. You opened so many cards this year. So this is just proof that you're not going to run out of cards. Like this was your biggest year of cards yet. And you've been doing it for so long. So I think that's something people worry about a lot too is how do I keep going at this? I'm eventually going to run out of cards. And I'm we're here to tell you, you're not going to run out of cards. It's all yeah. good. Yeah, that's a great point. All right, Alex, you're up. Tell us about the cards that you have opened this year. Okay, so I opened the American Express Business Platinum card. These, I'm going to list all the ones I got for myself first. So Business Platinum card, Ink Cash, Delta Platinum Business, that was an increased offer. I think all of these, I think actually all the cards I got this year, I, I got them when they had increased offers. So Hilton Business card, Ink Preferred, American Express Gold Business card, Ink Unlimited, and then my husband got a lot of the those same cards. So he got the same inks. He got the Hilton business card. And then he also got a VentureX business card, an Alaska business card, and the Southwest priority business card. So he got that one because he was just a little bit short on getting enough points for Companion Pass again. And it had a really cool offer where you can earn 60,000. It was a tiered offer. So you can earn 60,000 points plus an additional 60,000 points. So a total of 120. And so he just earned the first tier. And then starting next year in January, we're going to start working towards that second tier because it was a pretty, I think it was like nine months to hit the spend. So not quite as many. It didn't take me as long as it took Jess to say her cards, but still uh, we'll have earned about 1.3 million. So, you know, nothing, nothing to sneeze at, but you know, no 2 million. All right, Pam, what about you? Okay, we've earned about 1.5 million. And I'd say I usually earn between a million and a million point five. That's kind of the norm. 
Um, so both my husband and I opened up the Capital One Venture X business card. That has a high minimum spend, but I used it to do some estimated taxes. And then we also just um, have completed remodeling the main floor of our house. And so we had a lot of expenses there. So that came in handy for both of us to get that done. Just opened up, um, like Jess did, the Chase Freedom Unlimited. I did that for my husband because of that match offer, which is just a really great deal. My husband got another Chase Inc. business. He got he got the Chase Inc. business preferred, not another one. Um, I got the American Express Delta Platinum because they offered it to me, even though I had it before I got it. Just I don't fly Delta a lot, but it's kind of nice to have those um, points. And so opened it, it up. It's nice because they do those flash sales periodically. Flash sales are really good. Yes. Isn't that what you used it for last time? I think, didn't you use it for like a flight to London and a business yes, class? Yeah, flight? It was, it was, really it was like 57.5 or something K. So it was really good. It's one of those cards that, you know, I open, get the points and then cancel, you know, as soon as, you know, the um, annual fee comes up. I got a Capital One Venture card for my husband and Capital One Venture X card for me. So we did really big in the venture uh, miles this year. Both of us got the City Advantage Business Platinum card. And that was great because it helped us. Um, we just got back from flying um, Q Suites. And so that worked out well. Um, I got the City Advantage Platinum MasterCard. I got the Bank of America Alaska Airline Business Card. I got a Chase Inc. Business Cash, the Chase World of Hyatt Business Card, one more American Express Business Platinum before my gravy train ran out, and we each got the American Express Hilton Business Cards, which was... We all hopped on that when they were, they had a, a good bonus plus a free night certificate. And so we really wanted to, I think all of us um, are using it for, well, Jess, you're using yours, are you, to go to Bora Bora? The, yep, Bora Bora. Yeah. And I'm using mine at the Hilton, what's it, the Waldorf Astoria, is it Los Pedregal? Los, yeah. Los Cabos Pedregal. Yes, yes. yes. Yep. So that's what I did. So a lot of cards and about 1.5 million points. So the next thing I think we wanted to talk about is the cards that we canceled or downgraded. So Jess, how did this year go for you? Let me just say I am thankful for Chase Secure Message and Amex Chat because I had to go back through my messages and my chats to remember <laughs> which cards I closed and downgraded. With, without that, I would never have remembered some of these cards. So my husband and I actually both closed an Ink Unlimited card that we had had for a while. And I know you're probably thinking, oh, Ink Unlimited, that one doesn't have an annual fee. Why would you close it? It's because we were opening so many new Ink cards that eventually Chase is going to cut you off because they've extended you too much credit or you're at your max for how much credit they're going to extend you. I think I had 15 or 16 active credit cards with Chase and my husband probably had around 12 or 13. And I was like, we got to close some of these so that we can keep opening these ink cards. So we both closed an ink card via secure message. Hot tip. You do not have to call to close a Chase card. You can just send them a secure message. You don't have to talk to anyone. So did that for both of us. I 
closed my Freedom Unlimited card that I've had for years so that I could reopen the new Freedom Unlimited with that unlimited match. So closed that one via secure message. 30 days later, reapplied for the new one. My husband actually, well, I say my husband, I downgraded his Chase Sapphire Preferred to a Freedom Plex after he got the Ink Preferred. So he got approved for the Ink Preferred. That allows him to transfer his points to transfer partners like Hyatt and Southwest. And it has been more than 48 months since he got his Sapphire Preferred. So I downgraded that to a Freedom Flex. And the next time that the Sapphire Preferred welcome offer increases, I'm going to reapply for the Sapphire Preferred for him. We both closed. We each had a Barclays AA business card. And we closed them both once we got the Aviator Red card because the benefits are basically exactly the same. I don't I didn't need duplicate benefits of like getting a free checked bag or priority boarding or any of that. So soon after we both opened those Aviator Reds, our annual fees on that AA business card hit. So I closed both of those to get those annual fees back. And then my husband also canceled an Amex business platinum and an Amex business gold. Because like Pam, he was on the gravy train of getting targeted for multiples of those. And so now he has multiple Amex Business Platinums and multiple Amex Business Golds. And we don't need multiples of those. So closed those cards also. Okay, so mine's quite a bit less stuff that I had to do. I canceled an Ink Cash this year just so I could be able to get another one soon. Kind of the same situation where I kind of had a lot of ink cash or ink cards specifically. And so I wanted to get rid of some so it wouldn't look so suspicious on my account. And so I could then get it again for that business later on. Uh, I also canceled a Barclays AA card and I didn't do any downgrading this year. But we'll, we'll see. Next year, we'll probably have some more cancellations in there. Okay, mom, what about you? Well, I canceled a card that I wish I hadn't. My first card that I canceled was the original Chase um, IHG personal card. It was an old one that only the annual fee was only forty nine dollars. Um, it came with a free night, and I had a really good plan for canceling it. I canceled it so that I could get the new Chase IHG card, a personal one that they changed over to. And I wanted that one because my old card did not have the benefit of you um, You book um, three nights, you got the fourth night free. So I, I had a great plan. But somehow in the midst of all of this, Chase decided they don't like Pam very much anymore. And I can't understand this. I mean, I'm going crazy. So for some of you that are listening, if all of a sudden you're not getting approved by Chase, um, for some of your cards, you're not the only one. They've decided, I don't know why, you know, but they they just don't like me. I've tried to do an ink recently and um, they declined me. I went called reconsideration. They put it back through, still said I couldn't. So I basically am not applying for any Chase cards for about six months. I think it's kind of a velocity deal, kind of like they were talking about. And it doesn't happen to everyone. I mean, I've done 
Chase for a long time. I've banked with them for forever. I have money in their bank. I don't think I've had have any more cards than either Jess or Alex have, but for some reason I'm getting getting flagged where they're just not approving me, which is really a bummer because it's my favorite bank to get cards from. So I'm just taking a breather and I'll let you know next year if that worked out well for me because it's it's definitely a bummer. But luckily there are a lot of other cards and they still like my husband. And so we're still able to continue with those points. The other card that I canceled for my husband is an American Express Gold business card because he had more than one of those. And we each canceled a couple of our American Express business platinum cards um, because we both had several, just didn't have a need for them. And I, I agree with Jess. I love the chat feature. I love that I don't have to get on the phone and have them try to talk me into keeping it, that we can just you know, they can give me all these reasons why I should keep it. And I can kind of roll my eyes and just go ahead and say, no, I really don't think I need to have it. I think I've I've got plenty of your other cards. Thank you. And cancel it. So it makes it really simple. So that's, you know, I didn't downgrade any, I did cancel some. And I, I think that this coming year, there are more that I will be canceling and a couple that I'll probably downgrade. So the next thing that we want to talk about is the funnest part of the year, and that is all of our trips. And again, for those of you that are listening, don't be overwhelmed. This is our job. We have to write posts. We have we do this solely for you guys. <laughs> we, we really take one for the we take one for the team and go on these amazing trips so that we can report back. Exactly. We don't really like doing this, but we do it anyway. So Jess, why don't you kick it off and tell us about some of the amazing places you've been this year? All right. And these are all, we're all listing trips that we have redeemed points and miles for. So none of these trips are cash trips. Um, I went to St. Park Hyatt St. Kitts in January, February. Went to Grand Hyatt Kauai, one of my favorite resorts ever. Um, In April, we hit up the Hyatt Regency Huntington Beach. In May, my husband and I went to Italy, and we stayed at small luxury hotel collection hotels with Hyatt points in Lake Como and Florence, and we stayed at a choice hotel in Venice. And then in, my daughter and I went to the Kempton Seafire, redeemed IHG points for that one. My daughter and I also went to Maui and stayed at the Hyatt Regency Maui and the Andas using Hyatt points. We did our road trip to Chicago, stayed at the Thompson downtown Chicago. Then my stepdaughter Ella and I went to Australia in August. We went to Sydney and Melbourne and redeemed Hyatt points for all of our nights there. Then Alex and I went to Playa del Carmen, redeemed Hyatt points to stay at the Impression Moshe by Secrets. I then headed to Cabo to redeem some Hilton free night certificates at the Waldorf Astoria. Most recently, I went to Istanbul and London, stayed at the Park Hyatt in Istanbul with Hyatt points, Kempton. London with IHG points, and then just got back from New York City with my mom. We stayed at the Thompson and the Park Hyatt with Hyatt points. And you still have another trip coming up. And I still have one more trip 
to Scott. What's your favorite companions? To Scottsdale with a couple of people you may know named Alex and Pam. And they are going to actually be there with me. It's not going to be the framed photo of them. (laughs) All right, Alex, what about you? Okay, so this is not including, if I added, like, my kids' sports stuff. It might be a little bit longer. So I didn't include any of those, but we did use points and some free night certificates for my kids' soccer tournaments and things like that. So March, my mom and I went to the Kimpton Sea Fire using our IHG points. In April for spring break, my family and my parents came along too. We went to the Grand Hyatt Kauai, and then we island hopped over to the Hyatt Regency Maui. And then in May, my mom and I, wow, mom, we did a lot of traveling together. Yeah. Uh, We went to Switzerland. So we flew Emirates first. Well, actually, we flew KLM to Amsterdam and then to Milan. From Milan, we took a, a private transfer into Switzerland, and we stayed at the Villa Orsolina. It's just like on the border of Italy and Switzerland, not too far from the Lake Como area. It's just past there. Um, and then on the way home, we flew Emirates first and stayed at the Park Hyatt in New York City. So it was kind of a mi- little mixture of things that we did together. That was very amazing to be in the Emirates first, which Jess will talk about a little bit later because she did that too. And then uh, my husband and I went to Big Sur. We stayed at the Alila Ventana using Hyatt Points. This is a very aspirational property all-inclusive, but not your typical all-inclusive. It's very, very nice. It's kind of reminded me of glamping, but like at a really fancy, at a really nice resort. So up in the Redwoods on the coast, super beautiful. Uh, Then we went to the Hyatt Regency Huntington Beach as a family, and then we had our friends and their kids join us, and they used points, and I did a guest of honor booking for them, and that was a super fun time. The kids especially loved getting to be on vacation with their best friends. Then, like Jess said, we did In Secrets Impression Moshe. And then Jess failed to mention this one. Sh- did you not have fun? I'm just kidding. <laughs> have you forgotten about that trip already? I think I had a lot to remember and I just forgot no, to no, list no, that one. But luckily you're going to mention it. I was yeah, also I'm just giving it. you a hard time. <laughs> so my family went to, flew to Austin, Texas. We stayed at the Hyatt Regency Lost Pines. And Jess and her family drove up from Houston and met us there for a couple days. That was super fun for our families to meet for the first time. And then Hyatt Ziva Cancun, that was just in November. And my parents came. My sister and her family came. This was probably, well, I don't know if it's probably. I would say this was my kids' favorite trip of the year was getting to go with their cousins. So that was super fun. And then on Dawes Scottsdale in December. Coming right up. Once you guys listen, we'll already be back. But for us, it's coming right up. Yeah. Okay, what about you, Mom? Well, as I'm looking at my list, I realized my biggest trip that started off the year, I didn't, ha- didn't even have written down. So at the start of the year, my husband and I did uh, went to three countries. We went on a little over three-week trip. I think we had uh, 15 plus nights in hotels and a lot of nights on airplanes. So we went to first to Japan and then to Australia and to New Zealand. 
And that was amazing. After that, um, in March, Alex and I went to the Kimpton Sea Fire. We went with them in April to the Grand Hyatt Kauai and the Hyatt Re- Regency Maui. Then in um, also later in April, um, my other daughters and I, we went to Scotland. And unfortunately, Alex couldn't make that trip because um, of things going on with kids. And it's just a little harder there. Um, soon after that, my sister and I went to the Hyatt in Sedona, Arizona, and did some hiking, and it was great. Then in May, Alex and I went to Orsalina, Switzerland, and again, um, we flew KLM Business there, but the whole purpose of this trip was to go in Emirates' first-class home. We didn't even know when we booked that flight where we were going. We just made something happen. And so people always laugh at me. I was talking to someone today and my husband was saying, oh yeah, my, my wife will book a trip and she just goes because she wants to go on this airplane. She doesn't even know where she's going to go when she books it. (laughs) So yeah, a little, little crazy there. On the way back again, Alex said that we did stop off in New York city and stayed at the park Hyatt. So we love it just like Jess does. In June, I went to London to babysit, and I wasn't. It went, I did use points to get there and back. If you know me at all, I am not the girl who flies internationally in economy or economy plus. So it's always business class. So I always use points and miles for these. I do usually pay for my domestic tickets because I want to save my points and miles for those international flights. It was really, really hot in London when I went babysitting. And so I hotel hopped on three different nights to get to some air conditioned places because they don't usually have air conditioning in the homes. Let me just for anybody wondering, no, she didn't leave the children at home. She did the <laughs> hotel hopping once my sister returned. <laughs> That's a good point. Everybody's thinking, she's a horrible grandmother. <laughs> Leaves the kids. <laughs> no, what's I love too hot in here. You've got it under control. I'm going to the hotel. <laughs> no, once my daughter got back, I was still staying there for a few more days. I was like, I can't do this any longer. I was, I was spent. Um, in August, my sister and I went to another, I think it was like two-week trip. We went to New York City. She'd never been there. We went back to London. She hadn't been there. We went to Dublin, to Florence. We're supposed to go to Cinque Terre, and she had a medical emergency in her family, and we had to cut that part out. Then I went with a friend in September to the Costa Rica um, Andes Papagayo and the Secrets Papagayo, and we've done a podcast on that, so I... I've compared kind of what I thought about those two inclusive resorts. In September, we went to um, met some family up in Salt Lake City at the Hyatt Regency. I went in October to Oceanside. And although I used a timeshare, I did use points and miles and went over to the Seabird Resort because Alex had talked about it. We walked into it just to check it out. And even though I had a night on this timeshare, it was like, no, I have to use points and miles. I have to stay here. This is too cute. And so I was double booked that night. One night, I was really supposed to stay in the timeshare, but I had to check out the, the that resort, and it was really nice. Due to Pam's FOMO, after not being able to go to the Secrets Moshe, I 
tack that on to our Hyatt Ziva Cancun trip. We were going with the family. So my husband and I went there for two nights before everybody got there. And it was as amazing as Alex and just said, loved it. Want to go back. I just got back three nights ago from the Maldives. Um, I didn't um, use points and miles for our stay, but did for all of our flights. And I... We have a podcast coming out that talks more about that. Um, I'm still suffering from jet lag from that. So um, even though I did finally get to get, go on Q Suites, and that was great. Um, we are going to the Andas Scott. So I thought that was going to be my last trip of the year. And then my daughter, Casey, who lives here, and her husband said, hey, we're going to go to New York City for Christmas. We're going to leave Christmas Day, and then we're going to go find somewhere warm to go to. So we are going with them to New York City. My husband's never been there, watch a couple shows and then head down to Miami. So it's been a really busy year. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I think maybe this grandma needs to close it down a little bit because I have a lot more trouble with jet lag, but I also have a lot of trouble with FOMO and not wanting to miss out on anything. How many free breakfasts did breakfasts. you have in 2023? I had a lot of free breakfasts. <laughs> breakfast is the word of 2023. That's right. go down in history. Exactly. <laughs> it will probably continue into 2024. I'm sorry. Okay. So now you've heard all about all the many places we went to. And like we sometimes go to the same places just because one of us brags about it. And so we have to go try it out. Sometimes we go to different places, but I want to hear what everybody's favorite trip of 2023 was. Jess, what was yours? Hands down, Australia was my favorite trip of 2023. Sydney and Melbourne were amazing. I cannot wait to go back that like if I could redo any of my trips from 2023, I would do that one again. My Jess, flight. I'm offended that you didn't choose to go back to Hyatt Regency Lost Pines. Was your favorite? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're I mean, that was a close for Alex. <laughs> that was a close second. But um, my favorite flight was obviously Emirates first. Coming home from Milan, my husband and I went to Italy, and then coming home, we upgraded to first class on Emirates. That was the best flight of my life that I've ever been on. But I think then we it, all I think we all can say that was our favorite flight. Yeah. But as far as like destination, Venice ruined it for me for Italy. So I have to choose Australia. You need to go back to Venice. Venice I know. Beautiful. I gotta give it another shot. Rain, rain. Yeah, that always, you know, puts a damper on things. All right, Alex, what about you? Favorite trip of 2023 other than Hyatt Regency Lost Pines? Yeah, yeah. Is besides all my trips with, with you, Jess. Um, you know, though, Mom, all my favorite trips, you were there, so you should feel special. Awesome. I feel so special. So my favorite trips were Hawaii or H Hawaii, but I would actually maybe say Ziva Cancun. The weather wasn't great some of the time, but I just think for me it was being able to spend that time with my family and my parents and then having my sister and her family come and just seeing how much fun my kids had really made that those two trips the best for me. I mean, they they loved all the other ones too, but there's just something magical about Hawaii in my opinion. And then 
Cancun. Yeah, just just being able to share that experience with their cousins and grandparents is just I feel like it's kind of hard to tip top those um, those kinds of trips because they're just kind of unforgettable when you get to make those special memories with, you know, your family like that. Um, my favorite hotel, though, was Secrets uh, Impression Moshe. That hotel was amazing. I know Jess and I, and now that my mom's been, all agree, and we've said it before, it will ruin you for other all-inclusives. So you've been warned. Yeah, I'm not ever going, I'm not going to any other ones. Like, that's it. That's, yeah. that's the end game. Well, it was just funny because our accountant just went and she sent me a DM and she's like, oh my gosh, you guys are right. I Every other all-inclusive is going to be terrible now. <laughs> it was so funny. So yeah, that like everything is just very high end there. And the rooms were huge, the views, the like bathtub, soaking tub on your balcony. It was just really, really nice. So that was my favorite hotel. What about you, mom? Well, I agree with you about going anytime I go with grandkids anywhere. I mean, that's just a, you know, a whole nother type of experience. I thought that when we went to the Hyatt Zebra was one of the funnest because we had these four kids that were, what are their age ranges? Um, Kai's 11 to seven. 11 to 7, there were four of them. We called them the squad. They thought they ran the place. And just watching them, I was so entertained. I had so much fun watching them. They knew everybody in the resort. They just thought they didn't even need adults. It was so entertaining and so much fun to watch them have that kind of fun together. But if I'm going to pick a trip that doesn't include, say, family, because that's always just really hard. I mean, doesn't include extended family. I would say it was my uh, the first trip that we did this year where my husband and I went to Japan, Australia, and New Zealand. And Japan was amazing. Um, Australia, I love. I, I, In fact, we said we were going to go every year back there and then um, to New Zealand, always do Australia, New Zealand. And We've already started booking for next year, and I don't have it booked, so I guess we are not doing it every year, but I'm definitely going to do it the next year. But I agree. I, I, I just I love it. I just think, you know, the people are great. It's really nice when you um, speak the language, the weather when you go. For me, we went in January. Well, it's not great weather here in Denver, but it's um, Australia and New Zealand summer, and that is just so priceless to be able to do. So that's probably my my favorite. So now we're going to talk about the trip that saved us the most money. So let's hear about each of our trips about that. Jess. I'm going to say I don't keep a spreadsheet. This is probably going to be surprising. I do not keep a spreadsheet with like how much every trip would cost if I pay it out of pocket. I can't believe Monica I can't believe that. that either. Because I do that. I, I do never do. Jasmine's our spreadsheet girl. I gotta. I have to just. I have to have some boundaries. Okay. I can't. I can't have a spreadsheet for. But that's like a cool one, and I like use those numbers for reals. Like I rely on them. I'm like. I do. I am. I am 99% sure that the Italy trip saved us the most money because. Well, that- you do keep receipts. 
Like, yeah, like, I keep you receipts. Know, you I can look receipts. up your stuff. And I do take screenshots when I book a flight. I'll take a screenshot of like what the cash price would have been if I um, book, paid cash. That round trip flight in Emirates business and first would have been over $30,000. So that trip, I think for sure saved us the most. I mean, we never would have paid $30,000. I'll just say it didn't save us, but we got the most travel for free out of that one. Um, and then we stayed at luxury hotels in Lake Como, Florence, and Venice. So I'm going to say we probably got about $40,000 worth of travel for nearly free on that trip. What about you, Alex? Um, So my travel this year was a lot more. We did a lot of family trips this year, more than we have in the past. And so I... I looked at my spreadsheet because I do keep one, and a couple of my trips were pretty similar, but the one that probably saved us the most money was our trip to Hawaii. So we did, like I said, Grand Hyatt, Kauai, and Hyatt Regency, Maui. We flew southwest there and back, and then we island hopped on southwest. Uh, we used about 294,000 points total, so we booked these before Hyatt increased the prior the category of these hotels. So when we booked, we paid 25,000 points a night for each one. Um and so we stayed 7 nights total. The cash rate for the flights and hotels for all of us, I think it was about $12,000. So, you know, no just level 40,000, but I felt really good about that and we still we got about 4 cents per point overall. So I think that's pretty pretty awesome. Um yeah, so that was probably it this year. What about you, Mom? Well, our big trip was probably where we saved the most. So Japan, Australia, and New Zealand. I used about 600,000 um, points and miles and several free night certificates at hotels. And when I added that trip up, that would have cost about $32,000 for us. And so we... Actually, I felt like the best deal that I got all year was that trip because we flew on A&A. We were actually in United Polaris going over and then A&A coming back. That included a free stopover in Tokyo. And that was only 120K points per person. So that was really a great deal. Um that was our best bargain. And so, yeah, that was the, that was the best deal that we had. I thought we did it, you know, very, you know, economically for such a, for a three week trip. Yeah. That A&A flight you got was like the steal of the year. I think between, I think probably between all of the flights that all of us booked, that was probably the best deal out of all the flights so yes I, w I wish it was easier to find we were just lucky yeah. I was coming off we, we were coming off the pandemic and I booked it um before things in fact it, Japan had not even opened up yet and yeah. I booked it and crossed my fingers and so that's what made it you know a lot easier well we hope that you've seen just how points and miles can change your life it certainly changed ours and allowed us a ton of travel in a way that we never would have thought possible. You can do this too. If you aren't sure where to even start, we have a free masterclass called How to Travel More Nearly Free that is a great starting point for you. 
We will put a link in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening to the Travel Hacking Mom Show. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button from wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. Want to start jet setting even faster? Follow the links in the show notes to learn about everything we discussed in today's episode. And to stay connected and follow along, follow us on Instagram at Travel Hacking Mom. We can't wait to see where in the world points and miles take you.